situation very critical. I need a miracle. I keep it real and sometimes I be spiritual. I need a bag and a bag of medicinal. I just be praying I don't need that pistol. I pray a lot on a lot of the issues. Fuck all that stress and you know that it's killing. I need a bag, I just need a million. I got three kids, shit might need a billy. Hello everyone and welcome to ATL Falcons UK show. I am Danny and my co-host here is Cal. Uh, we are joined by Greg from Out of Our League podcast today who we have done a show with before. So if you're regulars, then you should know him by now. Hello, Greg. You all right? Yeah, man. How you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, I mean, could be better after uh, last week's <laughs> uh, last weekend's game, but, but yeah. not too bad. Not too bad. Um, so, yeah, what we're going to run through this show is a little bit about... Uh, last game the positives the not so positives and then we're going to jump into a bit of a preview for the Cowboys game um so yeah I'll get us started uh takes on the losses the loss boys that one stung <laughs> that, that, <laughs> was, that one stung a lot more than I expected it to especially considering I think I told you guys I was flip-flopping on whether or not I thought we even stood a chance to begin with you know what I mean yeah. uh it uh I think it stung worse because that first drive, especially the first offensive drive, it looked like we were changing our identity. You know, yeah. we were running the ball. Everything was looking great. And then it just kind of tanked. <laughs> <laughs> it Very did. quickly. I think yeah. I, like, I personally didn't watch the game myself because obviously it worked, but took a lot off of Danny and I've watched the highlights, etc. But even Danny, like, I've got like, it was like, Work was a bit shit when I went in, basically. So I was going <laughs> to listen to it on the radio. I listened to the radio. So I can, but I put my phone on because like Danny's 10 minutes. She's like, oh, girl, he's already run like 20 odd yards, etc. cetera. I was like, all right, good. Like, that's a great start straight away. And then. And then he only after ran that, 20 more I in the whole that, game. I think that's one of the things in I think the running game in the first quarter like, looked good, etc. But apart from that, I don't think there was much else. And I think what? I think it was obviously it was down 14 3 after the first quarter. And after that, I don't think we used it as much. No. Yeah, the way it looked to me was that, and, and since Dirk Cutter has come back, it's read to me like Dan Quinn keeps telling him to run the ball. And he goes, okay, I'll run the ball. And he runs it on first down, which is obvious to everybody involved. Yeah. And then you get, and then he starts getting behind, and then he's allowed to do what he wants to do, which is that air raid, you know, air it out every darn play. Yeah. And that's when the team starts looking like they're supposed to, you know, it's, where was that in the first quarter? I think for a coach as experienced as him, though, he should be at the stage in his career where he's he's versatile in every style of play. And I accept that each coach has a, a system that they like to use, and that's absolutely yep. fine. Every, every sport in the world, every coach has something like that. But you should at least have the, the knowledge and experience by now to, to at least tap into other stuff when you need it. Because yep. when we're relying on Matty to, to ping the ball every single time, they're just covering. They're just covering deep every single time because they know he's not got wheels. Well, he's got wheels <laughs> once a season. Uh, <laughs> the day we have to rely on Matt Ryan to run us into a championship, man. That, that's, a, oh, oh, that's a bad day. That, that's the day the world ends. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I, I feel like by this point in his career as a coach, he, he should be versatile enough to, to be able to dip into each kind of play. And I'm just not seeing that at the moment in time. And I really do hope it changes, but I've, I've not seen it as of yet last season and definitely not last match it scares me to be honest with you because it <laughs> seems like Dan Quinn's trying to hold on to that Shanahan offense with every part of him and I'm sorry we don't have Kyle Shanahan anymore no. we can't run his offense anymore and I understand we built an offensive line to run it but we've had a couple years man it's time to get away from it 
It is. Yeah, I, I agree. It, uh, it's, if, it's a hard one. Sorry, Carl. I was just going to say, it's, a, it's just a hard one to take when I, I know we're great at the passing game, but it gets so, so predictable and you just need the versatility. And we now have the players in Hayden Hurst, who's a hell of a lot more mobile than Hooper was. And, <laughs> A lot more physical, a lot more powerful. That catch, man, that diving catch. It was a beautiful play. <laughs> it was. It really was. And that and that's just a glimmer of like what potential he's got for us. But the only problem is it was just a glimmer. Because after yep. that, did he did he get three receptions? Was that it? Um, so such a low start. That was my aggravating that was actually one of my biggest aggravations of the game outside of the Falcons literally just shooting himself in the foot time and time again. Uh, it looked to me, I'm not a ref, but it looked to me like Hayden Hurst was getting slammed before the ball made it into his hands every single play. And it, at the end of the game, he was frustrated. He was screaming at yeah. the refs. And it, it can't just be us that saw that. It, it can't be. Um, it, it, seem, it seems a little bit biased as well, considering we give away a foul and lost the ball for 23 yards. And then it was at hour eight. And that's when they got one of their touchdowns. And that scenario yeah. happened to us on multiple occasions. And Obviously, we're going to be a little bit biased and say that it was definitely sure. a foul, but I'm sure some of them were fouls. Like, I'm almost certain. Mm-hmm. Even looking from another perspective, so it's very frustrating. So we'll move on to the naught out of four fourth downs, uh, which was a massive... <laughs> like, obviously, I didn't watch it, but, like, <sighs> what? What? I don't... I, it's a bit hard what to say. I think later in the game, you understand it more because you, you're chasing the games, so you go for it. But yeah. to do it in the... I think it was the first one, like, fourth and four. So, it wasn't yeah. even that. Fourth and f- inches is a bit different, but four and four. And <laughs> I, just, I can't even know what to say. I think it's just one of them, like, why? Just, just Two of them went for touchdowns. So, if you take all in shock. points away, it's a lot closer the game straight away. Exactly. Whilst we're all in shock, what I'll do is I'll go back to the comments from earlier. So, how we said that our first play and first two plays were running plays all the time and it got really predictable. That's exactly what happened. So because it was like he was being instructed to play with running plays first, we were making two yards. We made a yard. And then you get to third and fourth down and you've still got to make 75% of your yards. And that's when everyone starts panicking. And that's when you're pinging the ball or you're getting the fourth down and you're still miles away. And that's because Cotter's been having to try and adapt to a style that's just not not for him at all. That's exactly what's happening. <laughs> uh, he came out and said, uh, I, think, I don't remember which reporter it was, but someone got him to say, are you planning on being, uh, continue to do what you did on fourth down? And he said, we're going to continue to be bold. And I think my favorite tweet was, is bold mean dumb as hell? Because like, you're really <laughs> accomplishing it, man. But, so oh. the believe it or not, the fake punt, the, the last attempt, I yeah. love that call. I was jumping up and down, and it you worked <laughs> until he won it, it would have worked. <laughs> <laughs> he, got, he got the yardage. He got, you know, so that, that was the irritating thing. But Dan Quinn, I think he showed his hand on how little he trusts Young Way Koo. Yes. I think that's yeah. what happened. Was, uh, Matt Bryant would have trotted out and kicked that field goal every yeah. single time. Was it a 50? Yeah. Because I, I, this is what I worked out the other day because I didn't know. Because it's like, say, if it's 40 yards, it was at the 40 yard line, so you had like 17 yards on, uh, correct? Which I didn't, I didn't know. I don't know if Danny knew about that. Um, so that's a 57 yard, and I don't know what his highest is, but surely you either bring another kicker in so just for the, the longer yards, yeah, or you trust him and give him a go. Well, I don't. This is, this is a topic that was discussed, um, in the off season that that 
nobody really had faith in Ku's longer kicks. Mm-hmm. Yet in that game, he kicked two for 49 yards, I think, which is, which is pretty solid, really. Um, and it was mentioned in the off-season by Dan Quinn as well that he said Hoff might be able to eventually ease into the role of the longer kicks, which seems weird for me as, as, as a punter. I don't like that, but that's to me where you bring in another kicker that's more experienced, that's been in the league for 10, 15 years, low contract, just once a year. And if he's, he's either the man to take the kicks or he's the one going to coup, right, this is where you need to practice. This is where you need to do anything. Whereas at the minute, if, if Ku has a poor performance now, who's there to challenge him? He knows he walks onto the field the next game. There's nothing going on. So I don't, I don't understand that move when we've still got the cap space. That, that's what's killing me right now. We have $8 million sitting right there ready to yeah. go to somebody. It could have gone to an Everson Griffin. It could have gone, you know, Jadavian Clowney if you could have argued him down for a year. I don't, yeah. I don't think he could have. But we're sitting on eight mil, and I don't know what the purpose is. No. Like, I'm not saying spend all the way to the bottom, but I'm saying, you know, we, we are missing pieces right now. Especially <laughs> when the, that, them two, they know Dan Quinn and um, TD, they know they're on the hot seat. They know that it's <laughs> be the last year. So, you'd, firstly, I, if that was me, I'd be like, oh, fuck this. I'll spend, I'll go spend it all. Because <laughs> May as well run it into the ground. It's about, <laughs> obviously, it's about the team, but you obviously want to keep your job. So, I'd, I'd go well, it, for it. But. Yeah, well, it's either real, not, I'm not saying it's all or nothing, but it's, it could potentially be spend that extra money and get the player or so that you need or don't be in the job. Spend the money. Spend the money. It's, it's not even your money. <laughs> spend the money. money. Give yourself a fighting chance. I don't understand. I'm not, I'm not right. I'm not by any means writing the season off and I am still. No, 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 no. But when this cap space is available and the cap is dropping so heavily next year anyway, Every team's going to be struggling to, to readjust the finances. So just join the party. I don't, don't understand. I wonder if they're panicking about the unpredictability of having a team during a pandemic. And I wonder, like, you know, say Julio gets COVID. Yeah. And then you, that you have the money to go get another wide receiver or something. Like, you have that flexibility. It may be that. Yeah. Because uh, otherwise, because Dimitrov's not afraid of spending money. No, he's not no, afraid no, of spending no, every no. dime we have on a C-list player. We he's proven <laughs> that time and time again. So yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. I'm it that it's a it, it's a very valid call, but it's also a weird one because you'd think that if that was the case, that more teams would be in that scenario. But so many teams are absolutely maxed out on the cap, yep. and like you just said, then we've never won been ones to be to be like holding money back and be brave and just, <laughs> we don't need that. Like, we're always like, give us everything. And then even though we've got too many players who need big contracts in a year's time, we go, we'll deal with that next season. And then we struggle. But <laughs> Yep, yep. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, in the pressers today, um, Raheem Morris had a quote that, uh, man, I lost it. Uh, he said that he, he puts the loss on his own shoulders, which, cool, yeah. you should. It's because he was so focused on stopping Chris Carson and the run that he didn't give the passing game enough credit. Dude, Russell Wilson is that quarterback. Are you kidding me? Uh, I, I, know, uh, I know sometimes these things are media tactics to take the, take the limelight off the team. So people sure. are going, oh my God, the team was so bad. But no, I cringed. I cringed heavily when I read that. <laughs> I'm like, but dude, if you want to ever look like a first-year coordinator who is scared out of his boots, say something like that. That's say good. you focused focused on Chris Carson, yeah. instead of a Hall of Fame quarterback and Russell Wilson. Exactly. Did, did yeah. he 
didn't he get two touchdowns anyway? So surely they didn't. They weren't that much yeah. onto him. Yeah, the first got two touchdowns <laughs> that immediately <laughs> happened. Uh, uh, but uh, to get off the negatives, because good God, the Falcons fan base has been just negative enough for me. Absolutely. In the first yeah. like five minutes. Uh, honestly, I saw a lot of really encouraging things out of that game, which yeah. sounds really weird. Was Ta- one of the best things. Tack McKinley is what I'm. Yeah, that I man know. looks like he wants to play. That, that, it's fantastic. I, I don't know if the, the saying exists in America, but he was like shit off a shovel, as in really quick <laughs> off the mark. And oh my, he looked fast. He was. I've that opening play. Like that ever. That, that opening rollout, Russell turns around and he just had full on Tag McKinley on him, man. He like did. it. I, th- this is the player that I thought we were getting three, four years ago. Yeah. And, and it's a shame that he, he hasn't shown himself sooner but if this is a season that he can that he can make that mark when he's got Grady and Fowler doing the exact same thing alongside him because they were going for it too they were going hard every single time that they had a they had the ball I literally was looking so heavily at those three players thinking they're actually going to get him they're actually going to get him every time literally it was Watch we it. haven't had that feeling feel that. in years no. it's been like it's been so like I the in fact the narrative in my head is Hey, the left tackle, the starting left tackle, left guard, and center are hurt. Atlanta should feast today. No sacks. <laughs> like, and, uh, but it, and, and, and flip it around, like, that's a very elusive quarterback. Russell Wilson's hard to bring yeah. down, and they got him three times. Unbelievable. And they uh, hit him, I think, 10. Three times fast as well. And it's a shame mm-hmm. that we just dropped off because if you, if you hit him another, say, say you hit him another two times uh, late, in the sec, uh, late in the second quarter or early in the third, his head's going. He's starting to wobble a little bit more. And that's when you get them extra seconds where he hesitates and he's throwing the ball poorly. And yep. that, that's what you need to do. But we didn't quite get there. We got enough to like make him think, but we, ju- we just couldn't keep it. Keep the, I don't know whether it was the intensity or we just, it's just something didn't click right in the, in the second half at all. But on a positive note, if that happens again in the next game, then I, I don't see us slipping off like that because You've seen the standard that we need to be at every single time mm-hmm. in the offensive mm-hmm. line. And I think the, another positive is, I'm not saying Marlon Davidson is going to be class, but to have him still not playing is a yeah. positive. Like, if you yes. then bring him in when he's ready, it's like, bloody hell, when you've got them four on the field. If <laughs> Marlon Davidson does what we think he can do, then imagine performing like they are, I think it's... You, it, you've just had... Teams will, you've be just had teams will be scared, and that's what we need. Five or six plays against against Fowler, Tack and Grady. And then they go, wait, let's switch this up a minute. And then this six foot four, 300 pound Marlon Davidson. I kept yeah. telling myself that over and over because Tyler Davison is no slouch. No, 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 he's, he's not. not. But he's not a pass rusher either. He is a run stuffer. Yeah. Which was yeah, what yeah. Dontari Poe was for us a couple of years ago. And, yeah. you know, that, and that's, and that's fantastic. But, I just kept I just kept going like man if we get Davidson out there this will look better and that'll help AJ Terrell a lot who yes. by all accounts did quite well I mean like he got burned once or twice yeah he really messed up there at the last but yeah. but I mean he and Oliver actually were showing up there for a little while and DK Metcalf is <laughs> massive he so is. that's he he's is. not an easy cover no no I would I was quietly, I was quietly impressed with him. Obviously, you're not expecting him to be absolutely flawless, especially in your first game. But I've, I've seen enough glimmers to to think there's a player in, there's a player there, there's a player yeah. there. 
and I do think that he'll need a little bit extra coaching by some older players, and that's the problem. We've not really got that much more experience around him, even though Denard was on the field playing a bit more nickel sort of mm-hmm. things like that. But I, I still don't think that's enough, <laughs> enough of like people to coach him. I know we've got Bray Wilson as well, but it's you got to hit a high level all the time. So I feel like, like I don't know if Sheffield's still out this weekend, but I think yeah. it'd be a positive if he does come back personally. I think, yeah, uh, he, I think he, just he was out of practice today. Yeah, yeah, I read that one earlier. But oh, mm-hmm. I, even if he gets some snaps, if if he's fit enough to get some snaps, I think he would definitely help out. But less if we just do literally another minute on. Well, the secondary part of it, the pass coverage overall yeah. was absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. well, I only watched the highlights, and even I, I was messaging Janet. I was just like. Where's that? What, some of the plays, like were, were like some of the highlights were good, um, but some of them were like, where, where's the team? Like it was just. <laughs> I said it was like headless chickens running around at times, and I thought, and that's not yep. all of it. I'm not having a go like all of the I'm just saying some of the plays I seen was like, I know you've got Wilson throwing it, who's by far one of the best quarterbacks, but some of it was it was poor. Well, Danny and I were watching it together, and to be honest with you, man, we were saying the same thing. <laughs> it wasn't just the highlights. Uh, no, for me, what got me more than anything else was like just a shocking jump between the things they can do so well yeah. and then pulling a Falcons and doing the total opposite in the third quarter. Yeah. That was, you know, and if you looked at Russell Wilson's numbers, oh my God, he didn't miss a pass forever. He no. also wasn't throwing the ball either. I mean, he was throwing like five, six yards at a time. It was these little yeah. dump offs that were going for long runs. Yeah. And I shut my mouth on that fourth down throw where he threw a 39 yard strike. You know, that was the, but that, like it, it, it was a lot that of was a tur- it, was, it was like a turning point, that, wasn't it? Like, it was yep. That was, that was gay. That 29 was 29 yards. It was just like, so far behind. I think I sent you a message that said that's the game. That's the play that's going to make us I lose. Think, I think that's it. Yeah, I think you yeah. literally worded it exactly like that. I think you put that's the turning point, like, and yeah. the game basically wrote off because we did. I know we weren't great at that point still, but there was still enough uh, like leeway in the game to build momentum back. And as soon as they hit that, it was like you're not making, you're not getting two more scores or two more high scores. <laughs> so there was nothing left. However. So- Moving on. on to the next game. Which there we is go, positive. Cowboys. <laughs> okay. This is Thank our, this God, is our we'll move, on. <laughs> move, move on. Quickly. But moving on to the Cowboys, who obviously lost their first game 2017 against the Rams. Yeah. Um, obviously, we've all watched a bit of the highlights. Um, what's your opinions on it? What's, what do you reckon is going to happen? Obviously, we know the things we've got to improve. One thing I'm going to make a comment on is, I think I mentioned it to Danny when I watched the highlights. I think the Cowboys were on the fourth down. I think there was... They were losing by three points down, but they went for it. And there was only like 15. I would personally, for us, it's not too bad, but it's. I would have gone for the three points. If the Falcons did that, I think I would have been pissed. I think go for the three <laughs> points and at least even the game up. There was still, I think, eight minutes left. Um, but obviously, it shows what they can do. But obviously, they failed at it anyway. The kickers were shaky for both teams. Uh, both I think of the whole weekend, I think yeah, yeah. Our teams were like, yeah, because we're special in. Uh, so I, I don't know if he just lost Mike McCarthy. You know, obviously brand new coach for Dallas. Uh, yeah. After being successful and not successful at Green Bay, uh, you know he, he he did some things really really well. Uh, Dak Prescott actually impressed me several times in this game, uh, but 
my God, if you stop those little eight-yard comebacks to Amari Cooper, I don't think they have much else. Like, as far as a passing game goes, it's yeah. it's that or it's a swing pass to Zeke every single play. I know, yeah, I know, I did notice that. I don't know how many times he caught the ball. I don't know if it was the highest receiver, was it? Or, well, obviously, mm. he did. I don't know if it was the highest receiver, but I've seen him catch quite a few, considering, obviously, uh, yeah. prime running back. But I think that's their main thing, and I think with if that when we mentioned obviously the con, um, concentrated on Carson um hopefully <laughs> you can hopefully concentrate the, on Ezekiel Elliott that's okay that, yeah that's <laughs> a bit different he's obviously <laughs> a lot better um but obviously they've they got the passing game but I think we'll just have to I, see on this one they're they're very like us or they looked very like us in the fact that they were very one-dimensional they had that one style of play and when they were forced to come out of it, they, they didn't look comfortable with what they, they were panicked. doing just yet. Yep. Exactly. Um, and I think Morris really has to just drill in on that. Literally just, you've got to take a gamble sometimes and you, and you might call it that, yeah, they're going to go for Zeke or something. And they might not one out of 10 times, but nine out of 10 times, they're going to go straight for him at the moment because they're not, not happy with what they're doing this early on in the season. It'll click at some yep. point, but it's not yet. And yep, I think yep. it's a good time to play them, to be honest with you. Like it'll be because come mid season, I think that, that they could hit the ball, like they could get the ball rolling. But yeah, which it, and the, their style of play is fascinating to me. And I don't know if it's just Mike McCarthy being not used to his team yet, mm. but they're stacked. I mean, Dak Prescott's yeah. not a bad quarterback. No, Zeke no. obviously is Zeke. Pollard, his backup, is actually a really, really nice running back. You've got Amari Cooper. You have C.D. Lamb, the rookie who looked really well. You know, yeah. you've got all these pieces. And all of a sudden, I look up and I go, dude, we're throwing these eight-yard comebacks to Amari Cooper every single play. Uh, when they were letting Zeke do his thing in the beginning, they looked scary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, really. and honestly, the, my biggest note watching that game the defensive line has to hit him. They have to hit Dak. Like it, you can't, you can't just get close enough. Like no, he, he, no, he no. will run for first. He ran for like a 15 yard, like third and 15 first down. Yeah. Like yeah, you, you exactly. can't, you have to hit him. He, so, I mean, I mean, Dak's a, like a, a stocky guy as well. So you, you need to make an yeah. impact on him early days because it'll have an even bigger impact than it will on more people. Like the most receive, uh, quarterbacks because when a man like that hits the floor it hurts a hell of a lot more than when someone <laughs> like, like, so. I get that <laughs> uh and uh, I, did, I don't know if you guys noticed or saw this but uh their middle linebacker broke his collarbone he I believe, is oh, out yeah. six I, weeks. I believe so obviously we, we we never want players to be injured or anything no, like that no 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 However, but, uh, that being said, uh, he's a big hole to fill on their defense. Yes, that, exactly, exactly. So I hope he recovers, but at the same time, mm-hmm. it's ideal for our situation at the moment in time when we're not fully confident. We need any little break that we can get, and that's and, and that. <laughs> yeah, pardon the pun there. That was not intentional. That was <laughs> not intentional. Um, I do think yeah. it's one of them. It's going to be a game that I think. I think they expect. I don't know if they. I think a lot of their fans expected to win their first game and. Yeah, a few of ours. I think the hype was so. Obviously, we've we've only been fans for two years. I think I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. I think, but the hype this year seems more than last year. But I don't know if that's just because we're obviously talking. We have this account. And we're talking to more people, but the hype does seem more than usual. And I think the Cowboys' hype did well, still does. But our 
I will oh hide God, it, like, every single head. year. So <laughs> every year, Cowboys fans are convinced they're going to the Super Bowl. So this is this is this is not abnormal for them at all. But I think they'll definitely, obviously, with both losses, they'll definitely be up for it. Like every team would be anyway. But I think it's one of the games where I think I had us down for a loss for this one, but I had us a win for the first one. So if we switch yeah. it round, if we switch it round, I won't complain too much. But I feel I think, like. I think it's even though it's the second game, it's a massive. Massive game because it's, it's the second game against another. I think they will win their division personally um, if they end up clicking like yeah. they should. Um, but it's one of them where we've we have. To, I'm not saying you still got 15 games, 14 games after. I'm not saying you have to win, but it's one of them where you got to prove yourself again. Yeah. Like halfway yeah. through the Seahawks game, we sort of bailed out, and that was it. They were yeah. up by 20, so the game's over by like. If we end up losing this in the like the last kick of the game, you can sort of you're still gonna be pissed off, but at least you're in the game. A lot but of the games last year, right. what, yeah. yeah, a lot of the games last year, the one for seven, we was in at half time, was beating the Texans, and we then conceded like thirty points in the second yeah. half. Mm. Like, if you're in the game longer, I think we'll end up winning them. That's the difference. Yeah. I think gets to the fourth quarter and we're really close. I think we'll be on top in most teams. I think it's yeah. just. I think we're leadingly competitive as well sometimes, though, because because Matt Ryan's got such a good passing game when we're so far behind. Every time he's pinging the ball, the yards rack up very, very high. And, and yeah, it, I don't know. It's just we need to get a, we need to get an early footing because if we end up we just cannot drop a one and seven again. I'll be sick if we drop a one and seven again or anything even close to that. I'll, I will just pack it in. <laughs> yeah for me uh for me what what's killer is you know all of a sudden and i love hearing this by the way atlanta has a three-headed monster at wide receiver right yes. that's what they keep saying three-headed monster three guys over 100 yards calvin ridley looked like a stud yeah great almost all of that happened in garbage time when seattle started backing off unfortunately there is no reason why they can't do that in the first quarter there is there's not. absolutely none it's just that I think at some point Cutter and Dan Quinn have to have a conversation where they go, are you going to let me be the offensive coordinator that I am, the one that you hired, or do you want a Kyle Shanahan replica? Because, yeah. frankly, those guys exist. Sean yeah. McVay is from the same coaching tree. I don't know if you guys know a lot about that or not. I actually read an article today to double-check myself. But <laughs> Kyle, uh, Sean McVay, and I'm losing the name. I'm losing the third one. Uh, Oh, it was a uh, Matt Lafleur who was our quarterback coach during yeah. the uh, yeah. the, the Super Bowl run. All of those three guys worked under Mike Shanahan, Kyle's dad, and yeah. they all kind of took that offense and did their own thing with it. That's yeah. what was heartbreaking about rewatching or watching the Dallas game is you see a ghost of what Atlanta was in '16. You know, it's yeah. it's that offense. It's those. It's the getting the run game going. It's uh, cracking the. It's getting the actually doing the play action the right way. Yeah, and that's basically if you wanted that man go get Matt LaFleur before he becomes a head coach. Why are we like, why, why are we taking someone who's known for running four verts yes, and trying to make yeah. him run an outside zone scheme? It doesn't make any sense. No, I, I'm hoping they find some kind of identity or let Matt start calling the place for God's sakes. <laughs> we, we also mentioned this Greg. So to all of our listeners, me and Greg were messaging throughout the majority of the last game because we needed to vent somehow. God, that was so necessary. <laughs> <laughs> And um, so one of our calls was, you can almost tell when Matt Ryan takes over. And mm -hmm. I don't know whether it's just my eyes telling me that that's the case, but it looks like every now and again, 
Matt ignores whatever he's being told and very, very quickly within one, two, three seconds has already told everyone the play that he's playing, regardless of what he's being told. And every time that happens, it's a big drive. Yep. Like, it looks so successful and so, like, instinctive. Instead of it being forced and something that's had to be coached and coached, it looks like, right, Jones is making that route. Calvin's doing his absolute <laughs> mad things where he just does what he wants and goes all over the place. <laughs> and then Gage goes and hurdles a man in the middle. And that and like it, it just happens so quickly when he's making the calls or when I think he is. And that's the kind of instinct you want to see. You don't want everything to be overthought because when you overthink, you second guess yourself. And, that, and that's when the players start doubting, thinking, why has he just told us to do that play and why is it taking him so long to call it? And so right. it sit right with me. Matt, uh, Matt's always been known for running the no huddle really, really well. And yeah. I think that was actually a point of contention with Kyle Shanahan for a while because Kyle's supposed to be the offensive genius. And, you know, that's yeah. why he didn't, he refused to let Matt do that most of the time. Uh, but I mean, it's true. Whenever he gets the no huddle and Matt's just looking at the field and calling things, yeah. things work. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, honestly, I, I, I would be just fine with letting, give Matt the first quarter of this game. Yeah. Let him call that's everything. True. Let's see where we're at. Yeah. <laughs> It can't and, be much worse. Oh, and, then, and, and then when we're uh, 28 up, uh, then, then it's fired. <laughs> then Dirt Cutter is fired and we pay Matt Ryan <laughs> like an OC. <laughs> no, uh, I, I, how are you guys feeling about it overall, though? So, like, you, you know, you, you, you've been getting you, – you're, I think this is your first experience with all the negativity of this fan base, right? It is. So, yes. obviously, we've tried to keep this channel as positive as possible and, and, and eyes up. Obviously, this – this show in particular is a little bit negative because mm -hmm. we've just come out of a losing game. Um, <laughs> We're still laughing. We're fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're laughing through the tears. Um, <laughs> when, when we were posting after the game and trying to be positive and pick out, so Gage had a great, well, a good game, good numbers, yeah. everything like this. The, and all these players like Gurley started off well, Hurst showed little glimpses of what he can do, tack improve. We were being slammed with, yeah, but this was wrong. Yeah, but this was wrong. Yeah, but this was wrong. It's like, yeah, but every team has something wrong. The only team that's not had something wrong with them in the last 10 years is the Patriots. That's it. And even they've had the little problems in there somewhere. Yeah. So, so I just think that we need to start looking at what we're doing well and just emphasizing that because I just get stressed out if I'm too negative about a game. If I sat there and thought about all the bad things, I'd still be mad now. And that's why I can laugh through it because I'm thinking, I'm positive about the Cowboys and I do think we'll win. I know I thought we'd win the last game, but I, and I do think this one will be close again. But I, I'm I'm very comfortable that I, I do think we'll win it, even if it's only a one-score game again. I've I've got a lot of faith in us. To they've got Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson does a hell of a lot more than most quarterbacks in the league. So, <laughs> That's so very true. So even though Dak's a great player, it's not the same by any standard no. whatsoever. So he doesn't if have you, the same pedigree. Yeah, if you took out literally one or two mistakes in the game it, it's instantly a closer game so yeah. you know like oh like oliver let that guy go and he got a touchdown if he didn't let it was his fault completely but if he didn't let yeah. that go you saw back in the game so it's like if you watch every like teams are winning that like, i've got it on now the saints obviously beat the Bucks. well they probably made mistakes but because the Bucks were like because the saints won the fans don't care. We don't care. Exactly. If we won, we don't them. care. You don't really look yep. at the negatives as much. Um, yeah. But going into this game, I think, obviously, it's a massive game. And I think if we're going to – we might as well 
end on a, a couple of predictions each. <laughs> Whoever gets closest. Um, so so we'll, I'm gonna, Danny can go first. Right, we'll, <laughs> we'll go. We'll go score, offensive player of the game and defensive player of the game. So I'll take a... Oh God. Score-wise, I'm struggling. I'm gonna go for a. I'm gonna go for something dead close. I'm gonna go for like a 28-21 or something along those lines. I think. I really do think it'll be a one-play game. I hope it's not because if we're in that scenario and there's a minute or two minutes to go, I will be sweating heavily. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> um, for my offensive player of the game, I'd be very shocked if Jones doesn't walk away. I know it's dead predictable, but Jones doesn't take it again. Um, whilst we're still bedding in and other players are still getting to grips with our style of play and it's early on in the season, I think he's just a reliable man that he'll keep going to. I think over the season it'll be passed about and I think Gurley will step up a lot more, but Mm -hmm. until we sort that run game out, I don't think so. Uh, And then defensive, I'm going to go... I could go any of the the pass rushers. I I could go any of them. I'm going to go tack. I'm going to go tack again. Tag's fired up, man. <laughs> yeah, he's ready to go. He's, he's ready to go. Uh, go on, Greg. Your shout. Oh, crap. All right. I'll, I'll have to jump <laughs> up. Uh, I'm thinking uh, there is no way in God's green earth that we don't stall out at some point and have to kick a field goal. So I don't yeah. think it's going to be a 28 because I think we've got to get the three points in there somewhere to throw us yeah. off. Uh, I'm thinking something like a 31-28 win. I'm, th- I'm thinking – I think that it's going to – it's going to take a bigger offensive push. I think it's going to take 30 points to beat them. I really do. Yeah. Um, offensive player of the game. Uh, honestly, I'm thinking Calvin Ridley is going to keep riding high. Uh, two touchdowns, great place to start. <laughs> he, well, he's, uh, he's well on for it. What was his first season was 10 touchdowns and the last season was seven touchdowns despite missing games. So he's well on course for that already. Oh, yeah. I think this season. It's got to be awesome to be the, be the wide receiver two to Julio Jones, man. Like getting doubled and tripled, and then you're by yourself in a corner. You know, it's got to be great. Uh, and defensive player of the game, I'm going to go Keanu Neal. I think he's going. I think he's going to have to. Like, I I didn't see him last game. It's not like he used to. Oh, not uh, he he used to have like he used to have those hits that made me like hurt. <laughs> and uh, I and I think I think it's going to take everybody, but I think he's going to have to get on Zeke uh, yeah. a good bit during this game. So that yeah, that's my that's my go to. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with 30 to 24. Uh, I think we'll miss obviously one extra point wise. That's why I'm going to go for the <laughs> Good call. It'll, be, it'll be a close goal. <laughs> uh, close I'm actually going to go for Matt Ryan. Obviously, we know he got the yardage last time, but that was more due to you chasing the game at such. But I think this this game he'll get less yardage, but I think he'll get a couple more touchdowns and I think he'll I think his accuracy I think will be better in this one personally. Uh, yeah, uh, the O line steps up as it as it can. What, what was weird? The O line was. I know. Sorry, just going off a bit topic a little bit. The O line didn't scare me that much. I actually felt all right with them for quite a lot of the game. Like a lot of the time, I was looking and I was going, "No one's even near him." But then, and then every now and again, we just had a little blip, and you thought that's not enough time to make a call where he's had to. He got sacked out. once. Is that right? Yeah. yeah One time? I mean, good God. He got sacked 48 times or some crap last year. <laughs> exactly. So that's, that's already a big jump. Oh, that, definitely. It, what does that average at? About four to five times a game? Uh, well, four times a game. Times, depending, yeah. yeah. So, it, But at the same time, uh, they were stacking the box. I mean, stacking the box. And they were sending Jamal Adams on a blitz like once every four plays. 
they're not yeah. the, the Cowboys are not going to do that. No, no, they're just no, not. no. They don't. Oh, I think he'll have yeah. to do that. Like you know. <laughs> he was. I don't like overhyping other teams' players too much, but oh my god, he was like he a, was a man, man child man. <laughs> <laughs> If if I've ever seen a player with a point to prove, that was like that was the absolute yep. perfect version of a man with a point to prove. It was awesome, yep, yep. absolutely. But yeah, awesome. I'm gonna go. Obviously, I'll go for Matt Ryan. I think he'll his accuracy will be because, more because obviously you're not playing against Jamal Adams, who is etc. Et and he is running about 150 miles an hour or whatever he's doing. That. Uh, so I think he'll get slightly more time on the ball. And I think yeah, obviously the, we got three wide receivers who got. Uh, Gage is going to smash it again, and I don't think obviously they won't get as the yardage as as the world last game, but we don't need it. They won't need him to. I think uh, no. defensively, I'm probably just going to go for Fowler this time. I think he stepped up in the first game, and I think he'll carry yeah. on, carry that. Yeah, the, sack, carry on. the sack that he got, I thought he was going to get flagged. Like honestly, oh. it looked it looked like he hit Russell straight in the mouth, and I was like, <laughs> oh. It did, but I'll take that scene as there was some helmet on helmet action later on oh, that didn't yeah. get given. So uh, uh-huh. I'll take one when it goes both ways, <laughs> for sure. Uh, I got I got to just drop this in. By the way, I know we got our predictions in. I just want to say I appreciate your you guys holding on to any level of opposite of negative. I don't know that positive <laughs> is the word, but just uh, there there have been. There have been times in past seasons, uh, not so much in the last like, couple of years, just because I, uh, I, when you start one and seven, man, I start just kind of walking in like apathetic, like I'll, I'll watch, <laughs> but it's gonna be sad. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the the fans, the fa- the fan base is so starved for what was literally ripped out of our hands in sixteen. Yeah. And there, and I, I'm not defending the negativity because uh, I don't agree with it, but it's yeah, there. Yeah. And I'm just saying, like, and I, and I. I'm so happy that this fandom has reached you guys so far away and I don't want the negativity to bring you down. So I'll, I'll be there. I'll be there on Sundays to, to message you guys. Not this Sunday. I have to miss, I have to watch the game on replay, nah. but, uh, uh, but I, uh, I will be there to message you guys. I want, I want this positivity to keep going because it, well, our time is coming, whether or not exactly. it be this year, it's coming. We'll we'll keep the positivity up as long as we can, but when you catch us mid-season and we're doing the show and I'm sat here with tears streaming down my face, we've probably cracked at that point. <laughs> touch, wood, touch wood, it doesn't get to that stage, and I am I'm feeling that we're going to be one and one after this weekend. So I've got I've got a comfortable amount of faith in that. Well, depending on how this makes you feel, uh, I did read the stupid stat that Matt Ryan oh, no. has never gone zero and two. Oh, I, I see that. Entire I see why that. would you say that? And why would you read that? Why because I'm that? so frustrated that I had to read that today. <laughs> uh, it's, just like, it's just like last year. All I heard about was Matt Ryan doesn't get hurt. Matt Ryan doesn't get hurt. And by God, he got hurt, you know. Uh, but it's, uh, but it, it's, it is true, though. Uh, they, they have found a way to pull out a win, even last year, out of their tails at the last second to make sure they don't yeah. go in two. So. Uh, I, it, I I think we should be all right. I really do. And I'm not saying it's going to be an easy game by any stretch of the imagination. Oh, but we've no, no, no. definitely got the, the firepower in the offense and the defense to, to shut this game up. So, uh, I, I don't know. It's just I'm just looking down at the books now and everyone else. That's the only problem. Like, even if I know it's only early days, but even if you win, the only positive, not positive, again, we don't like players getting injured, but Michael Thomas is out for a little while. You got to take advantage of it while the Saints yeah. are at. Yeah. Because, like, we did not do last year, by the way, when the Saints went five and zero without Drew Brees, which was exactly. irritating. Exactly. So, uh, but I, 
I, I got to drop the one good positive news that isn't a jinx. Uh, in the 16th Super Bowl run, after the first game when they lost to Tampa Bay, they literally looked like the same team that went eight and eight the year before in the first game. They looked horrible. It was yeah. just forcing the ball to Julio, couldn't run the ball, everything else. And on game two, everything changed. So I'm just saying it can happen. It has happened and it will happen. <laughs> we've got we've got we've got that sign and we've got election year, Matt, and we've got everything else. <laughs> Everything's just, building yeah. us up. <laughs> So, yeah, we, we all seem pretty confident and uh, reasonably positive as far as Falcons fans go, seeing as it is, I can imagine, after a long time of supporting them, it must get pretty hard. But uh, <laughs> we'll It does, that. but uh, it does. But you just gotta, you got to find out the accounts you don't need to follow on Twitter during the season. That's your, uh, <laughs> yeah. that's your easiest you move. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll wrap the show up tonight, everyone. Uh, it was a reasonably – well, actually, we've gone over a little bit more than we were going to, but it's so easy to keep the ball rolling. Um, so thank you for Greg for coming on um, would you like to plug your page by any chance I know we'll put it in our tweets and everything I know you're not running at the minute but we're on a bit of a hiatus right now but uh, yeah because D- David my co-host actually just went back to finish his last year in, uh, uh, at Florida at University of Florida he's an engineering student he's got a lot on his mind right now <laughs> yeah. uh, a lot that's way above my pay grade so uh, I understand <laughs> but yeah if you guys want to follow us it's uh, out of our underscore league on uh, Twitter and Instagram and we're going to jump in and do some mini sods every now and then but that's that's pretty much where yeah. we're at well like we've said um, Greg's going to be pretty much a, a regular participant in our show as often as we can get him on now so anytime that he's Beautiful. got the free opportunity we're jumping in <laughs> Me, me and Cal are pretty much done with just the recording episodes with us two because it gets harder and harder and you <laughs> need someone else to fill the gaps um, so yeah, the more guests we can get on, and obviously we seem to uh, we seem to just keep rolling when us three are talking. So we'll, uh, we'll get you back on probably well as soon as we have a show that's worth talking about. Really, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it's this time next week when we're talking about how we uh, how we put up forty five points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, thank you for watching, everyone, uh, or thank you for listening. If you're on the podcast, we will still be putting it on there um, and. Uh, get in touch with us when it's game day on Sunday and we will uh, talk about ball. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Situation very critical. I need a miracle. I keep it real and sometimes I'll be spiritual. I need a bag and a bag of medicinal. I just be praying I don't need that pistol. I pray a lot on a lot of the issues. Fuck all that stress and you know that it's killing. I need a bag. I just need a million. I got three kids. She might need a billion.